wakati mnapovalia takatifu kabisa alafu uende mbele pengine pengine mkubwa wako wako pale unajavalia kama vile mwajuu ulimwengu unavivalia leo hii katika uchi naiteja yote and so you will find that sometimes you as a junior you find wow why, why is it eh? The, the relationship is tense eh? Uta, what is this uh, so, why because it's a rebuke the way you are dressing holy uta, and executing a holy life uta, you become the rebuke to the perishing world Once you are there we read together. 
Second Timothy chapter 3 we'll begin with verse 1 to 5 and read further on by the way. It says, mark this. There will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves. Lovers of money. Boastful. Proud. Abusive. Wenye matusi, disobedient to their parents, wao, ungrateful, shukrani, unholy, without love, unforgiving, sambehe, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, wakatili, not lovers of the good, mima, treacherous, Wasaliti. Rash. Wakaidi. Conceited. Lovers of pleasure. Anasa. Rather than lovers of God. Mungu. Verse 5. Watano. Having a form of godliness. Wakiwa na mfano wa having a form of godliness but denying its power and he says have nothing to do with such people he says verse 6 they are the kind who warm their way into home and gain control over gullible women who are loaded with sin and are swayed by all kinds of evil desires always learning but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. If you go to verse 16, jump to 16. It says all scripture is God breathed. Is the breath of God. And is useful for teaching rebuking correcting and training in righteousness let us repeat this again all scripture is good is profitable again all scripture is God's breath is God breathed Kila andiko limevuviwa na Mungu. Is God God's breath. Ni ya Mungu. And is useful is profitable for teaching. Na lafaa kwa mafundisho. Rebuking. Kukemea. Correcting. Kurekebisha. And training in righteousness. Na kufundisha katika haki. So that the servant of God. Ili mtumishi wa Mungu. May be thoroughly equipped. Awe mkamilifu kabisa. For every good work. Ili apate kutenda kila kazi jema. So I'm going to read even verse four, chapter 4 and then put it together for you in explanation. Okay, so, chapter 4 then it says in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus who is judge the living and the dead. Again he says who is judge the living and the dead and in view of his appearing and his kingdom I give you this charge. He's now giving a charge. That's very serious. I give you this charge. Preach the word. Preach the word. Preach the Bible. 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 Preach the
the word. the word. Preach the word. Meaning the word that God chose to deliver the gospel to humanity. Was not by comedy. Was not by drama. Was not by movie. Was not any other way of entertainment. But he said, preach the word by preaching. Preach the word. Then he's telling you to encourage and rebuke when you see 
very neat rebuke. And then when we went to the book of uh, the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3. First of all, when we moved to verse 16. Then again, over there, he gives the same instruction. That all scripture is good. All scripture is God breathed. God and he saying, good for instruction, good for training. Training in righteousness, correction, rebuke, reproof. So he's talking about rebuking again there and correction there. But he says something so powerful. He presents a war scenario in the book of Second Timothy chapter 3 verses 1 to verse 6 verse 7. And he says a time would come, this time we are in. When people will not put up with sound doctrine. When you say you want to preach repentance and holiness, they will say go kill him. No, even just to say ignore him would have been better. But go kill him. I'm shocked. You know me, I get to hear everything. But I'm saying again, the part you left out is I'm saying, even just to say that, okay, let's ignore him would have been better. Let's not pay attention. But to say, go kill him. So tells you, underscores exactly what we are talking about here. That a time would come when people cannot put up with sound doctrine. That anybody coming rebuking sin, they cannot. They can't stand it. You see, somehow, the, the devil in them is going to, to rile up. Shout to kill him. And so, what I'm saying is this. That when you look at the scenario set in the book of Titus chapter 2 verse 15. And there, he presents a war scenario. And he says, preach with all authority. Meaning you'll need authority to preach this gospel. You'll need power to preach this gospel in this world. And then he says that in, in, in chapter he says later he says let nobody despise you don't agree let nobody intimidate you because you are given the authority of God not man you are not there to please man you are not seeking the approval of man when you preach this type of God that's what he says and then he says when you go to now 2 Timothy chapter 3 1 all the way down that there would be difficult times coming to the earth people will be boastful slanderous not, not respecting parents abusive lovers of money more than lovers of God lovers of pleasure having the form of godliness. He presents the whole spectrum 
kudarau. And he's saying so. Na, na katika kusema hivyo. In the backdrop of a time. Katika uwepo wa nyakati. When there is rampant wickedness globally. Wakati ambapo kuna uvuovu sugu kabisa kote kote duniani. When you go to every country now. Wakati ambapo ukienda kwenye taifa lolote. For example Europe. Kwa mfano Europa. You find that abortion has been legalized. Utapata ya kwamba kwa vya mimba imehalalishwa. So that is the kind of nature of the environment under which he is sending us to proclaim all the things are bad he says there is animosity there ile basi hiyo ndio aina ya asili ya mazingara ambayo anatutuma ili kwamba tukaweza kutangaza mambo haya yote yaliyo hapo juu anasema kwamba kuna adui huko uadui huko you find that abortions have been legalized and yet you are supposed to go and rebuke it to help them and he's saying that you have the authority of god don't listen to them because they are going to hell you are the one who is enlightened their blood is in your hand go there and rebuke abortions tell them abortion is sin unapata ya kwamba kwa vya mimba kumehalalishwa ili hali anawatutuma ili kwamba tukaweza unapata ya kwamba kwa vya mimba imekubaliwa hivyo basi anatutuma huko ili kwamba tuende kukemea kabisa huko kwa vya mimba imekubaliwa kisheria ili kwamba tukule katika mataifa hiyo lakini anatutuma twende tuikemee huko ili kwamba tukapata kuwasaidia Right now. Mungu anawatuma ninyi kanisa sasa hivi. He's aware. Anajua. 
But right now human rights don't touch that child. Yep. Human rights. You cannot rebuke your own child. They say, Mami, I'll call the police. You ask her, who, Mami, who gave you who gave you that kind of language? You say the teacher. Why? Because I told him you I told her you beat me yesterday. So, so the environment under which you are supposed to go and bring the gospel of God. The discipline of God. Is a whole style environment. That is what he lays out in verse 15. That is what he is presenting there. He says. That if you try to go out. And in Nigeria. And preach the false prophet. Preach against the false prophet. Preach against rebuke. Rebuke the false prophet. Rebuke the false Apostles, they will close the door. They will not invite you again. In South Africa, same. London, same. The environment under which is sending us is defined by what you see. The scenario he sets up in verse 15 of Titus chapter 2. And he's saying that even the sheep, even the people will not put up with sound doctrine. They are looking for somebody who will tell them, so I see they write a check of one million here and your cripple what? They, they are looking for that type. They are raised in that type. They are used to that type. They want some tangible things to touch. And he's saying that the environment under which he's sending the church is a difficult environment. Because he's saying that there is hostility. There is a fight. If you go to India, they will tell you you cannot convert somebody. Just preach but don't convert somebody. And yet your purpose is to go and snatch the burning sticks of the fire. Where the fire is sent. Which takes them to hell. And he's saying at this time. That there is such animosity. Against the gospel of righteousness. And part of the scenario he presents in the book of Second Timothy 3 verses 1 all the way down. Part of it is happening in the church. We talk about the church right there. That the church itself will not accept sound doctrine. They will lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Post true, lovers of money. They don't respect their parents. Having, having a form of godliness 
but lacking holiness, Wak- the power of holiness, the power of the gospel. And so right away from the beginning as we start, you can see that the Lord sets out a war scenario in verse 15. I'm sending you with this gospel to the world. Prepare yourself for battle. They are going to fight you and despise you. But he says, preach with all authority. Can we begin from there? Because we heard that all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to Christ Jesus. And I'm going to walk you today up to a place where you'll see that Christ Jesus also transferred that authority to you. And without that authority you cannot preach this gospel. That authority is the one that testifies. Testifying power. Again. Testifying power. Testifying that authority. And dismantling their formations. Like now, you can see Emmanuel Kipngetich. The father says that I was in the other churches where we saw a lot of seed all the time. Seed, if you want a miracle, so what? They are selling fake miracles. They are not there. That's why he was crippled all this time. Emmanuel Kipngetich was crippled all this time. And he says that because my child is now healed, I now cross over to the ministry of repentance and holiness. And that is what the Lord is saying the power is for. That is the purpose of the power. When he says, go and preach it. Don't worry about what people say. Preach it with authority. Don't allow anyone despise you. Don't let anyone intimidate you. Because you are carrying the authority of God. I want to walk with you tonight. Up to where you'll see that the Lord transmitted that authority to you. And then you'll see also the compromise of the present day church. You can tell right there that it is a rebuke on the compromise of the church. That they went and agreed with the outside. And they took a doctrine that is not sound. The doctrine of prosperity. The very doctrine that pushed Israel to Babylonian captivity. And then sin proliferated in the church. And you can tell that there is a rebuke. In verse 15 of Titus chapter 2. 
you can tell that he's saying the pastors found a convenient way out. If I were to give you the background of the background within which this scripture is written. The background within which the Lord brings forth that scripture of Titus chapter 2 uh, verse 16. Remember at that time Paul is in jail in Rome. In fact, this was his last letter. The Holy Spirit was writing this encouragement to the church and for Paul this is the last one, the last encouragement that God is using him to write right before they behead him. They had even told him when they are going to behead him. Roho Mtakatifu alikuwa anaandika himizo hili kwa kanisa lakini kwa Paulo hii ilikuwa himizo lake la mwisho kwa kanisa kabla wa mkate kichwa. And so you can see. Hivyo basi mnaweza kuona that the, the king then Nero. Ya kwamba mfalme kule wakati huo Nero. Aliweka aliteketeza Roma kwa sababu because he wanted to rebuild it. Kwa kusudi kabisa kwa sababu alitaka kuijenga upya. Because he hated Christians, he, it's false accusation. So if you are walking with Christ, if you have been called unto this calling, you must suffer false accusation the way Jesus suffered. Lakini kwa sababu aliwachukia kabisa wa Kristo katika shutuma za uongo. And then now he brought false accusation against Paul. Hivyo basi sasa akaleta shutuma za uongo dhidi ya Paulo. He said Paul is the one who set the city ablaze. Akasema ya kwamba ya kwamba Paulo wa Kristo ndio ambao walitekeleza. So they are now going to behead him for that. Hivyo basi sasa wanaenda kumkata kichwa kwa sababu hiyo. But he has refused to renounce his religion. His Christianity. Lakini amekataa just a little bit of a background so you understand the background under which the Lord issued this scripture. And then you see now that within that background then is writing the letter to, to, to the entire church of course but is writing to Crete this particular part of Greece up here. At that time he tells us it. The spirit of the Lord tells us it. And at that place there were a lot of false prophets. And the church there had fallen. The new church had fallen. They were now teaching other teachings. And there were false prophets there. They had diluted the gospel. But you see that the same repeats in the present day church. That's why he presents it to the following church. To the present church. And he wants there. When you read 2 Timothy chapter 3 and chapter 4. That we just read. He says. That be careful now. The gospel. All scripture is breathed by God. In other words when you look at scripture. When you look at the word. I don't know how you look at your word. But when you look at the word you read. The Bible, the Scripture. Then you essentially see that it is God behind there. It's the face of God you see behind the Scripture. You should see the Lord Himself. So when you are preaching the gospel, you should understand. As you are going to see very shortly. Last time I say that when I preach the gospel, I am preaching to heaven. My audience is in heaven. I'm preaching to the Lord in heaven. When in the process I reach you. That is how you sustain a sound doctrine. Sound gospel. 
kudumisha uhaki toba kwa sababu you can keep people walking for long times